0: Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your continual protection and care for us. Give us your strength for this day and fill us with your peace and joy so that we can be salt and light wherever we go today. In the name of Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we all pray. Amen. Let us continue to read 2 Corinthians Today, chapter 7, verse 11 to 16, the second half of chapter 7, verse 11, see what this godly sorrow has produced in you, what earnestness, what earnestness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what alarm, what longing, what concern, what readiness to see justice done. At every point, you have proved yourself to be innocent in this matter. So even though I wrote to you, it was neither on account of a one who did the wrong, nor on account of an injured party, but rather that before God, you could see for yourselves how devoted to, you, devoted to us you are. By all, the, by all this, we are encouraged. In addition to our encouragement, we were especially delighted to see how happy Titus was because the Spirit has been refreshed by all of you, I had boasted to him about you, and you have not embarrassed me. But just as everything we said to you was true, so our boasting about you to Titus had proved to be true as well. And this and his affection for you is all the greater when he remembers, that you are all obedient, receiving him with a fear and trembling. I'm glad I can have complete confidence in you. Have you, given, have you given someone an important recommendation? That person later thanks you for your recommendation. Whether it was a simple recommendation like a food recipe or restaurant choice and movie, or a serious recommendation, like a matchmaking or church recommendation. When you refer someone to someone else or something, and later when that person confirms it with a positive feedback, you feel so happy and great. That's what Paul was saying in today's passage. Today's text is the most joyful section of 2 Corinthians the most difficult letter Paul ever wrote, well, not ever wrote, left to us. Yesterday, we saw Paul being very nervous while he was waiting to uh, meet again with the Titus. He said, quote, he had a fears within. There we learned the picture of a great Christian life is not one of a relaxed journey with a constant sunshine and seamless progress, But our actual Christian, even great Christian life, is a risky journey with challenging storms and struggling progress. It was very understandable if we understand Paul's context here. Paul sent Titus to Corinthians with a harsh letter of sorrow to the disrespectful, almost rebellious Corinthian church. He sent his trusted friend as a troubleshooter to a difficult church situation, that that and also this church uh, scared Paul from the beginning till now. So Paul was not sure if his relationship with the Corinthian church was redeemable. And that's what he was hoping and praying for. And there was a lot of what-ifs in his heart. And then he heard, the good news from Titus that his letter produced the godly sorrow in Corinthian Christians that led them to repentance and salvation. By their salvation, a restored, fully restored relationship. So Paul continued to share his joy, his relief, and most particularly his confidence in them. Look at all the positive languages and terms that Paul uses here. Verse 13. By all this, we are encouraged. In addition to our own encouragement, we were specially delighted. And then, verse 14, and then, and Titus was, his spirit was refreshed by all of you. Verse 14 I had boasted to him about you, and you have not embarrassed me, because my boasting about you to Titus was true, and so forth. At the end, verse 16, I'm glad I have a complete confidence in you. Just like a happy matchmaker for new lovers, or a happy parent for child's new success, or happy doctor or nurse with a fully recovered patient, Paul told Corinthians that he was encouraged by them. He was proud of them. He had so much affection for them and ultimately his confidence for them was complete. I wanted to think, uh, think about one word today. That is a boasting. What do you boast? Or who do you boast? Boasting is a one word that characterized Paul's relationship and ministry with the Corinthian church. The word boast was used 55 times in the New Testament. 55 times in the New Testament. And Paul used 32 times in his letter to Corinthians. Especially 2 Corinthians, Paul used the word boast more than any any other letters. 22 times he used the word boast. Pauline scholars, they think that the Corinthians were known for boasting. Actually, they are known for boasting wrong stuff, or wrong people, or wrong with the wrong motive. So for instance, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, we saw their wrong boasting that brought the Paul's correction. So 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 21, Paul said, No more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul, or Apollo, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or present, future, they are all yours. You guys belong to Christ. In Christ, you have everything. Why do you make somebody else bigger than Christ? You boast about people in a wrong way. That was Paul's correction. So according to New Testament scholars, or Pauline scholars, Paul was using the term familiar and characteristic of Corinthians to Sort of ironic or twist or making pun of the world to convey the real boasting and real affection for them. Now, who do you boast? You know, we boast are either people who are really, really excellent, outstanding, or people we really like and love. I am really blessed and challenged by Paul, who was boasting today the troublemakers, Corinthians. Here I see how much you love them. Here I see a pastor's heart to be like a parent's heart. You know, all parents have the same dream. What is a parent's dream? We have a dream that one day, our child or my child walks above and beyond the average life of every other child, especially in our case. The children of a forest will be above, beyond uh, average Christians. That's what parents dream. We boast, and we love to boast, that people we care for, people that we love, people that we pour our heart into. So, question I have for all of us, what does Christ boast about us? What does Christ recommend people to Forest Community Church? You and me. It is my prayer that we don't want to just believe in Jesus. We boast about Jesus. And then Jesus can have a full confidence in you and me that He can boast about us and Holy Spirit can use you and me confidently. Dear brothers and sisters, let us live Tuesday this Tuesday, fully, gratefully, and joyfully, and even sacrificially for the boasting of Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to boast about your Son and our Lord Jesus Christ. May our words and meditation, and especially our acts, reveal our joy and pride in Christ. And not only in a doctrinal, confessional way, but much more in a moral, ethical, and shining way. In service, we will show people we have overflowing joy, not just any joy, but overflowing joy because of overwhelming love of God in Jesus Christ toward us. So, Lord, Help us to boast about your Son and you use our boasting to expand your kingdom and to touch people's hearts with the love of Jesus Christ. It is impossible for us to boast you in our own, but through Christ in us, through the Holy Spirit, we know we can boast you. we can boast you all day long. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen.